Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the Internet voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Terry, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Life is good. <laughs> my heart's beating right. And, and, uh, <laughs> it's in sync with life. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, what's our focus today? Well, our focus today is on finding the right answers. Ah, today we are focusing on where to find the answers to life's important questions. And not just any answers either, you know, it's <laughs> no, specific. These are ascended master answers. That's right. <laughs> From the beginning, we've been focusing this program on, on how the ascended masters are the best and most reliable source for answers to the mm-hmm. questions that really get us all going. You know, and answers to life's pressing problems that sometimes keep us from getting going in the first place. <laughs> That's right. Often, as, as I'm sure our listeners are well aware, we've referred to what we call the four essential questions. And these are really good ones, Tom. Yep. Who am I? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? Yeah. These are what we would call broad spiritual organizing questions. They're the big ones. But we know that those aren't always the questions people ask in normal everyday circumstances. That's right. People like you and me want answers <laughs> to questions like, how do I improve my relationships? Or how can I be a better person? Sure. Or you know, a better parent? Well, that too. <laughs> Sometimes we're both. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe you're dealing with issues of abundance and prosperity or health. Maybe you want a better job or an opportunity to make a difference in the world. Or maybe you look around and, and the world conditions make you feel afraid, mm-hmm. insecure, and uncertain. These are the kinds of pressing questions and concerns that people deal with every day. And this is why we're so eager to share the Ascended Master's teachings with you. These teachings are always useful and practical, and they are accessible right now. (laughs) And that's a point we we can't make often enough, Tom. As you said, the Ascended Master's teachings are accessible. Mm -hmm. They're not remote or difficult to understand or follow. And we should point out that, of course, some of the Ascended Master's advanced teachings require adequate background and study to comprehend fully. But first things first. Well, that's right. You can have access to the whole body of Ascended Master's teachings (laughs) through the Keepers of the Flame fraternity by becoming a Pearls of Wisdom reader (laughs) or by taking a Summit University course. Everything I just mentioned is available online, by the way. (laughs) Nice plugs, Terry. (laughs) Ah, yeah. I like doing that. Thank you. But the point (laughs) I want to stress is that the Ascended Master's core teachings are available to you right now and right here. That's right. No lines, no waiting. And among these core teachings are those we routinely share with you. Personal Christhood, the Ascension, Karma and Reincarnation, the Science of the Spoken Word, 
chakras, the aura, violet flame, cosmic law. I'm sure by now that these subjects have all become familiar to you. I know that we certainly talk about them a lot. Well, these are all subjects that, when understood from the Ascended Master's point of view and applied, will truly set you free. And, and you know, understanding the true nature of who we are, that we each have a Christ self and an I am presence, for instance, and what the true goal of life is, the ascension, can really put whatever issues we face in life into a broader and much more manageable context. When we truly understand the power we possess to co-create with God, we cease being victims and instead become victors. Ooh, nice turn of phrase here. I like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. The Ascended Master's teachings are empowering and liberating. And this power and freedom inherently gives us more control in our lives and makes us better able to cope with whatever comes our way. Mm -hmm. Just as a quick example, when you add 15 minutes of violet flame decrees to your daily routine, you will literally begin a process of <clears throat> excuse me, a mm -hmm. personal transformation that will amaze you. Well, you're right. I mean, people who have done this have reported that only after a few short weeks, they hardly recognize themselves. That's because they had experienced such a dramatic and positive transformation. Now, that sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds great, <laughs> I'll say. People who've added violet flame decrees for just a few minutes each day uh, said that many of their pressing concerns absolutely disappeared. Yeah. They found that they were more in control, more at peace, and more productive. Improvements in health were often reported as well. All from doing just a few minutes of violet flame decrees every day. Yeah, and this is powerful stuff we're talking about. It is. And as we've been saying, the Ascended Master's teachings are always practical. There's nothing arcane or artificially esoteric about them. And here's the thing. None of us is going to sail through life unscathed. Our karma won't allow it, for one thing. But life is about dealing frequently with important and often challenging issues. And wouldn't it be good to know that you have an expert spiritual toolbox <laughs> for handling whatever comes your way? Yeah, with friends in high places who will show you how <laughs> to use these tools. It's an absolutely winning formula, and we've got it for you. You know, you can pick virtually any book by Elizabeth Clare Prophet published by the Summit University Press, and you'll find a treasure trove of useful spiritual tools and techniques. We've also got Keepers of the Flame Lessons, 33 of them, mm -hmm. both in print and online. And there's Summit University, too, with a great lineup of online courses. So don't forget about pearls of wisdom hmm. either. Online pearls are free, and you can receive them starting right now. now that's a good idea. You know, just go to tsl.org and look for Keepers of the Flame Lessons, Summit University, books and ebooks, CDs, DVDs, and more, online pearls of wisdom. And, of course, everything you want to know about the Ascended Masters, <laughs> the Summit Lighthouse, and all the practical answers you want and need to handle life, livelihood, love, and light. Huh, nice alliteration. Like all, yeah, I like those. <laughs> On the subject of the Ascended Masters, what have you got for us today, Terry? <laughs> well, it's a little something that, you, <clears throat> that will give our listeners a very concise view of the Ascended Masters, their teachings, and their mission to mankind. Now, that doesn't sound little to me. Well, quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> Here it is, Tom. Who are the Ascended Masters? All sons and daughters of God have a divine spark, which is their potential to become or realize the Christ within. This concept is at the heart of the major religions East and West, and it was part of Jesus' original teachings to His disciples, many of which were either obscured by church fathers or destroyed. There is no record in the Scriptures of Jesus saying that He is the only Son of God, having exclusive right to divine sonship. His message was that we should follow in His footsteps to realize the fullness of this Christ in our lives, for only thereby can we work His works on earth. The culmination of the path of Christhood is the ascension, a spiritual acceleration of consciousness that takes place at the natural conclusion of one's final lifetime on earth. Through the ascension the soul merges with Christ her Lord and returns to the Father-Mother God, free from the rounds of karma and rebirth.
How does one become a master and enter the heaven world? A master is one who has attained self-mastery by using the energy of free will, coupled with the law of their oneness with God, to demonstrate mastery in time and space. Through mastery of the flow of energy in his own being as well as his environment, he reaches a certain level of attainment, bringing his soul into congruency with his own God-awareness. This mastery propels him into the reunion with God that is called the Ascension in the Light, the ritual of the return that was demonstrated by Jesus, hence the term Ascended Master. Jesus was not the only Son of God to demonstrate the ritual of the Ascension, nor will He be the last. Neither is He the only Son of God in heaven. Elijah also ascended into heaven. Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. John the Beloved, the disciple closest to Jesus, demonstrated the ascension, as did Mary the mother. In fact, sons and daughters of God throughout cosmos have followed the path of the ascension since the first creation. The path of the ascension is the path of spiritual evolution. Having balanced their karma and accomplished their unique mission, the ascended masters have graduated from earth's schoolroom and ascended to God. They are our elder brothers and sisters on the path of personal Christhood. Many are familiar to us, having walked among us through the ages, while others may be unknown to our outer mind. Some masters are ancient beings of light, and their names have long ago become secondary to the flames they bear. The ascended masters have proven the victory over sin, disease, and death, and over every conflict. They have balanced what is called in the East, karma, and in the West, sin. They have transmuted all energies that have ever been given into their use in all incarnations, and they have returned to the heart of the I am that I am. It is written, and a cloud received him out of their sight. This cloud is a force field of electronic or spiritual energy called the divine monad. It is the I am presence, the presence of the I am that appeared to Moses as the flame that burned in the bush that was not consumed. This presence is our origin, our true being, whereby we too can attain what is called cosmic consciousness. The energy of our own God source is not remote. It is ever-present within and above us, hovering as a cloud of infinite spiritual energy. Every master in heaven has already merged with the spirit of the I Am Presence. By proving the laws of God, the masters demonstrate that we too can attain immortality. All that we are is not lost at the moment of death, but is perpetuated by the action of that light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. They are all a part of the great white brotherhood, spoken of in Revelation 7 as the great multitude of saints clothed with white robes who stand before the throne of God. The term white refers not to race, but to the aura of white light that surrounds these immortals. The brotherhood works with earnest seekers and public servants of every race, religion, and walk of life to assist humanity in their forward evolution. Among these saints are Gautama Buddha, Maitreya, Jesus Christ, St. Michael the Archangel, Zarathustra, Moses, Melchizedek, Mother Mary, St. Francis, St. Germain, El Moria, Therese of Lisieux, and unnumbered and unnamed loving hearts, servants of humanity who have ascended to the I Am that I Am, and are a part of the living God forevermore. These masters are teachers of mankind. They teach the path of overcoming victory whereby the soul can reunite with the higher self, walk the earth with self-mastery following in the footsteps of Jesus as a Christed one, and return to the heaven world at the conclusion of a lifetime of service. This is the path of personal Christhood, whereby each one can find the way of overcoming. The ascended masters teach by example, not by words or platitudes. They reveal to us the next step of our spiritual evolution. 
They point the way, and they say, I am the way, this is the way, and the way ye know. The way is a path that can be followed. Having walked where we walk, the masters are well qualified to teach us. And even as they teach mankind, they were and are students. They also studied in the retreats of the heaven world in preparation for incarnation on earth. And even as ascended beings, they are students of other masters who are above them in the great chain of being, the heavenly hierarchy. The path of discipleship continues in the heaven world and is a model for the student-teacher-master-disciple relationship on earth. The ascended masters come to initiate us in the ancient mysteries of Christ and Buddha and the everlasting gospel for the new age of Aquarius. And they come to exhort us so that we will rise to the great God flame within ourselves and defeat the momentums of returning karma that are coming upon the age. The Ascended Masters present a path and a teaching whereby every individual on earth can find his way back to God. Every Ascended Master is unique in the cosmic sense of the word, having a unique causal body by which he or she may bless, heal, and teach life streams such as ourselves who are not as far along the path. Even so, when you have accomplished your reason for being and balanced your karma, you will have much to offer life as a result of all the constructive good you have brought forth on earth. Ah, uh, thank you, Terry. That You're was really welcome. good. Thank you. Well, now we've got to take a break, but when we return, Elizabeth Clare Prophet speaks on her relationship with the Ascended Masters and reveals how they speak through her. Don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And who are the Ascended Masters? What happens during a dictation? What's the difference between a dictation and channeling? Listen now for answers from Elizabeth Clare Prophet. 
Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. One of the things that we've talked about a great deal are the Ascended Masters. So who are the Ascended Masters? Well, I always like to say that the Ascended Masters are people like you and me. In fact, they are sons and daughters of God who have realized that they are joint heirs with the Christ. And they have determined to master life, to pursue God with a passion through their sacred labor, and to reunite with him at the conclusion of a lifetime that re represents the culmination of many lifetimes of working out uh, their karma and their dharma on earth. The ascended masters then are simply people like you and me who have re-entered into the consciousness of God. Now they are part of the Lord's hosts, the ascended hosts or the saints in heaven, and they are the very hovering presence, the living spirit of God who minister unto the children of God on earth. You mean they actually communicate directly with people on our plane? The ascended masters have been communicating with mankind for thousands of years. The prophets of Israel said that the word of the Lord came unto them, saying, and then they have delivered their prophecies. The Lord God whom they described was a personification of the Great Spirit, an individualized presence which appeared to them. In fact, there are many descriptions in Old and New Testament of those who came in white raiment, those who were angelic presences, who came with messages and warnings at certain crucial moments in the history of the people of Israel. We find then that the appearance of the Ascended Masters is not new, but the term Ascended Master is new, and it is something we need to understand as we enter the Aquarian Age. Of course, the term is self-explanatory. Master is one who has the full faculties of being, who has mastered, perhaps, one area of human endeavor. But in this sense, we are speaking of the Master as the Master Teacher and the Master of Life. An ascended master is one who has reunited with the God flame, who has accelerated consciousness, and who is free from the round of rebirth, who does not continue to incarnate in the flesh and blood form. Hence the term ascended master. Now we've all heard of masters from the East, the masters of India, and we would call them unascended masters because they are teachers who have mastered the energies of life, and yet they are still in embodiment. If someone has mastered time and space and has mastered the need to operate on this plane, why should he come back and bother with us? Well, this is the meaning of love. It is the meaning of the love of all of the great ones who have come to earth. It is that in overcoming, they cannot bear to simply leave their brothers and sisters without an understanding of that path. So the ascended masters are the benevolent ones, the compassionate ones, who remain hovering with this sphere, this planetary home, to show us the way out. And their communication has been very real to me over a period of about 20 years. I began feeling the presence of the Ascended Masters in childhood and in my teenage years. And finally, I saw the Master El Moria, who appeared to me when I was in college at Boston University. He came to me in answer to my calls of many years in which I told God that I wanted to be of service in communicating his teaching to the children of God. And so El Moria, who was embodied as 
St. Thomas More, came and told me that I must be trained to be a messenger so that I could set forth the teachings. So I began my training under Mark Prophet, who I later married, and I was able then to receive the dictations, the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Mark and I have set forth these teachings in many books, publications, and on tape recordings. And essentially, they do provide that synthesis of the world's religions that I knew as a child I had come to do. This work continues now as we have our Summit University where we are training people of all ages in these teachings of the Ascended Masters. It's a very rewarding work because it always leads the individual back to the real self, the inner self, and that is the point of beginning for our life's work and fulfillment. So the Ascended Masters, you're saying, are doing the same thing today with you that they once did for uh, the prophets and the Bible and so forth. This is true, and of course, I am not exclusive. There are others who have heard the word of the Lord, and we have the prophecy of Joel that in the last days it would come that the Spirit of God would be poured out and that there would be the dreaming of the dreams and the, the hearing of that word and the pouring out of that spirit upon all flesh would be that moment when the people of God on earth would realize the very personal presence of the Lord's hosts. And so you see this in the charismatic movement today in the Protestant and the Catholic churches. People are waiting upon the word of the Lord. They are calling upon that spirit. And many are hearing and many lives are being transformed by it. What you're saying is really amazing and fantastic, and I guess the big question is, how does somebody know that what you're saying is true? How does one understand? There's only one way, and that is the formula which Jesus gave us. He said, by their fruits you shall know them. He told us there would be false Christs and false prophets. Hence, if there are to be false Christs and false prophets, we may induce that there would be true Christs and true prophets. And the coming of the Christ is the coming of the anointed one. This is the meaning of the word Christ. It means a son of God anointed with the Christ consciousness or with the light of the word or the second person of the Trinity. Those who come in the spirit of prophecy come with the Holy Spirit. And so there are some endowed as prophets, some endowed as Christs, and then there are those who are not a part of that dispensation, but who enter into practices of black magic and witchcraft, and these become the false Christs and the false prophets. The children of God must test or try the spirits to see whether they are of God. And the trying of the spirits means the testing of the vibration, the testing of the very foundations of truth. And this we must do through quiet communion and meditation and the calling upon the name of the Lord, I am that I am, to give us the proof that the word that we are speaking is real. In other words, it's possible for anyone to decide whether or not your experience is real just by listening to you. Yes, because we all have God living within us. And the flame of God gives to us that consciousness whereby we can determine light and darkness. Frequently you give live dictations and Sunday services and 
You have produced several books by dictation who have, uh, that have been written through you. I wonder if you could tell us what happens during a dictation. Does the master speak through you? Is he, is he present at the time? Does he inspire you? Or what is the nature of this experience? I've been called a messenger by the masters who have used me for this purpose. And the office of a messenger is something that comes by the gift of the Holy Spirit, and so does the gift of prophecy come. It is a grace, it is an endowment, it is something that one achieves by walking with God until God calls that one to speak to his people. And so during a dictation it is the acceleration or the elevation of my consciousness so that that consciousness can mesh with the consciousness of an ascended master. And the moment of the meshing is, is an experience of my higher consciousness, which I visualize as a sphere, actually meshing with the sphere of the ascended master. And in that moment, then, there is the release of the word and the use of my voice, my physical vehicles, as the instrument for the bringing forth of this teaching. Are you doing the talking or is the master doing the talking at this time? Well, I am very much a part of a real experience in the presence of the master. It's like being inside someone's mind. The mind of the master is cogitating through my mind and he is speaking through my mouth. However, I am not in a trance and I am in full awareness of my full faculties of the Christ mind. This is quite different than I gather from what is uh, normally referred to as uh, psychic uh, involvement. Well, the psychic channeling that is brought forth many times in trance comes through the subconscious mind where the individual is not in the presence of his own Christ mind and yet his vehicles are used by discarnates, disembodied spirits, uh, to convey such messages as we're familiar with from the departed through the spiritualist movement. Now, this may have its place for those who desire it, but as I stand as a messenger for the Ascended Masters, this is not permitted. I would lose the gift of the messengership and of prophecy were I to engage in any form of intercourse with the departed. And it is the absolute insistence of the Ascended Masters that their disciples, and I consider myself a disciple of the Ascended Masters, um, they insist that the, the disciple is always in the full use of his faculties when he is in communion with God, retaining his own reason and judgment and self-discipline. So there is no point at which your own faculties are suspended. You're always completely in command of your own uh, faculties when this sort of thing is happening. That's correct. And, of course, there are different methods which the great ones use to convey uh, their concepts. Uh, sometimes uh, taking a dictation is like reading a ticker tape coming across Times Square. It simply is letters of living fire which can be read and repeated. Uh, that is only one form of giving a dictation. Uh, the meshing of the master's consciousness with the individual's consciousness uh, has been uh, referred to uh, in regards to the Pope. When they say that the Pope speaks ex cathedra, 
This means out of the mouth of God. It means that God is speaking through the Pope without any opportunity for the Pope to intrude his own preferences or prejudices, and therefore the word that comes forth under those conditions is accepted as absolute and infallible. In other words, when you speak during a dictation, what you're saying is infallible. Well, I wouldn't say that it is infallible because I think that's a very dangerous uh, conclusion to draw, but I would say that there is uh, less opportunity for error than there would normally be in, in the course of my giving forth teachings. Oh, well, that was a full meal, wasn't it? Oh, brother, was it ever. <laughs> well, up next, our weekly Q&A. And today, once again, we are joined by Dr. Narrowly Duffy. Please stay with us. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back, and joining us is our friend and regular contributor, Dr. Nerely Duffy. Hi, Nerely. Hi. Hi. Good to see you guys. Good to see you, see too. You. And always. our listeners. Yeah. Can't see them, but we can hopefully feel, feel them, them strongly, yes. <laughs> you know, at one point or another in our lives, we found ourselves on the short end of big questions, you know, searching high-low for answers. Why would you say that the Ascended Master's teachings are the ultimate destination for all sincere seekers? Well, the Ascended Masters have access to universal truth. In fact, uh, they have the ultimate database of information, you could say, <laughs> that's not only um, factual, but spiritual and practical. And they have the added advantage that they've graduated from Earth's schoolroom. So, you really can't get a better resource. When you have a master in your corner, there's <laughs> just no comparison. And the teaching that they have released 
is the highest teaching in light simply because it encompasses the ancient teaching of all time and space. So, encapsulates yeah. everything. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> well, clearly life is uh, is really a tough test. You I'm, think? I'm, <laughs> 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 oh. oh. Well, that explains Whoa. a lot. <laughs> And the thing, it. <laughs> well, the thing we've always tried to do here at the Summit Lighthouse is let people know that they're, they're not alone yeah. And, yeah. and that no matter how tough things may get, the Ascended Masters can be relied upon for practical and accessible answers. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. and accessible. Yep. These teachings really are accessible to, to uh, everyone, aren't they, Nerly? Well, they are accessible, and they're also very practical, and you can apply them right away. Um, I think Tom said earlier, you know, you can read something and, and apply it right away. Mm-hmm. And the answers may not always be the easy way out of these tough questions or dilemmas because you might have to forgive someone. You might have to apologize or admit mm-hmm. you're wrong. You might have to bounce some karma or do something you'd rather not do because it's part of your divine plan and you've been struggling against it. But basically, if you want your reunion with God, if you want the answer to those four questions, and these masters can help you to get where you're going. And we're talking here not just short-term, but long-term. Sure, short-term, the Ascended Masters have really good answers too, but they're really interested in the long-term, lasting solutions, solutions that feel right, and ones that mean that you can really sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Peace. Because that's what we wrestle with, isn't it? These, oh. are the, these are the tough things. What do I do with this... You know, do I get divorced or don't I? Or do I stick with it? Or, you know, oh, I've got this man. problem with my child and, you know, this is, you know, I could just walk away from this or I could stick with it. You know, what do I do? Things that seem really overwhelming. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we were talking earlier before the show began about how we want to be able to um, let people know that the Ascended Master answers are for those things that keep you up at night. Oh, God. They're, they're the, the questions that yeah. you can't seem to quite get a handle on or you can't quite resolve it and there's a missing piece of something that you just know is, you know, you can almost taste it but you can't quite get there. The Ascended Masters right. have that and I know from my own personal experience that and I'm, I'm sure our listeners probably know this too, that we follow a zigzag path. That getting to the Ascended Master teachings is not necessarily a straight line, at least not as we would perceive mm-hmm. it in the human level. But that we all have stories. We all know mm-hmm. kind of what it was that finally drove us to that point where we said, okay, Lord, I'm open. Show me. Teach me. Let me know what it is that I need to know. Would you mind sharing with us, If you, again, you feel free to say yes or no to this, but from a personal standpoint, how did you find mm. the Ascended Master's teachings? Yeah, it's, I think it's relevant because we all have a story. Yeah. And it is kind of spherical, as mm-hmm. you say. It, it's not always linear. Um, my parents were seekers. They were into theosophy. I first heard about all of these things that we're talking about, the answers to mm-hmm. the who am I, where am I going thing, around the kitchen table um, in wow. my early teens. Hmm. So I was kind of brought up with karma, reincarnation, choices, masters, heaven, that kind of thing. But like everything, you really have to discover it, rediscover it for yourself. Just because your parents believe it doesn't mean that you're going to. So I found it again in the 20s, interestingly, in the midst of an intense training time during medical school. And I wanted to be a medical doctor, but, you know, it was tough. And hmm. I'm beginning to wonder, you know, is this really right for me? Mm-hmm. And when I found these teachings again, I knew it was right, and I knew I had to have it. And I just jumped at it. And it's just really been a game changer, a lifesaver. It's just the best thing that's really ever happened to me. And it's and it has provided that 
focus where you can get your questions answered, those deep ones, the ones yeah. that you, the 4 a.m. wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> question, yeah. you know, it, oh, it can yeah. really give you those, those answers because it has such perspective. Yeah. I know for me, I was raised Catholic. I'm sure I've said that to our listeners before and to you guys too. And uh, Catholic seminary, and whenever there was a play at school, I was always chosen to be the angel. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so I knew there was some some part of my my inner mm-hmm. inner background that kind of really corresponded to a spiritual path. But I know that when I was in college, I think it was probably around 1969, I was handed a book called Unveiled Mysteries. Wow, really? <laughs> yes, and uh, this was in a, in an Eastern Thought class at uh-huh. a West Coast college, and I read it, and I was just enamored <sighs> by the information. Oh. But it wasn't until 26 years later that I connected the dots and recognized what was really there and the teachings became apparent to my mind. And my zigzag path suddenly looked straight to yeah, me. Yeah. The, that crazy quilt of, why did I do that? You know, why did I go in this direction or that direction or choose this or not choose that? Suddenly it all made sense. I mean, I could see how I was being gently led in the right direction. But it had to be by my own free will that I was given the, the pieces of that puzzle before it was finally clear and evident to mm-hmm. my mind that, ooh. And man. spiritually, a seed was planted with that book, which is what the masters do. They plant a little seed, yep. and then they let you go zigzag here and there. And when you, when you think about, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer is, don't be hard on yourself, because you did that because your soul had a need to do it in order to learn and to grow and to find out. And really, that's okay. Yeah, and I don't think the masters are going to let you go. No. No. <laughs> you know? No, it's interesting no, you, that you're, you gestated for, for 26 years, but I, I, got, I was given, handed that same book, and then, boom, I was off like, like you kicked the starter <laughs> on a motorcycle. Well, you, you know? know what? My parents had that book in their library. But yeah. I didn't read it until much later. Oh, well. But I could have. Yeah, if you're listening to everybody, that's Unveiled yeah. Mysteries. Unveiled Mysteries, <laughs> Unveiled mysteries yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, we say that the Ascended Masters have answers to, you know, that we can really rely on. But how, how do we test an answer to make sure that it's real? Yeah. Wow, that's a good question. Um, it, it's, it's an inner thing. Mm-hmm. You do have to weigh it in your heart and your mind. Sometimes, if you're not sure, you just have to do a wait-and-see approach. Mm-hmm. You kind of put it on the shelf. Don't make an instantaneous decision, yes or no. And just kind of allow God to reveal himself in the course of events. So you kind of check it out, see how it feels. Sometimes it feels right right away. You yeah. just go, whoa, yeah. that's it. This is, I yeah. need this. I'm going to do this. Um, but the bottom line is your holy Christ self knows, and you often get that internal yes, and you can ask God to show you what's true, what's not true about this. So praying, picking a master, talking to that mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. ask for help, ask to see. And, of course, saying a decree or a mantra can really bring it to the fore. You know, yeah. you reminded me of something. I, I don't know precisely where I first heard this, and it may be one of the yoga aphorisms, or maybe it's Chinese wisdom, I'm not sure. But it was, when in doubt, do nothing. Yes. And the nothing is meditate. Yes. You know, it's yes. go go inward oh, and yeah. let the answer yeah. be revealed. Don't rush it. Don't push it. You know, it'll be there for you. Yeah. If in doubt, wait till an elephant when steps in da- <laughs> <to> your foot. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's the corollary, <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, you know, Mrs. Prophet used to say that. Right. Well, um, <laughs> to me, <laughs> um, kind of. Well, I, I think, and one, using the right tools too. Yeah. In which case, you yeah. know, violet flame. And yeah. I think all of us here certainly trust the violet flame implicitly. Yeah. But many of the ascended masters didn't have the violet oh. flame dispensation that we have today. They had the violet flame, but they may not have known it was there. Mm-hmm. What is this special dispensation, and how recent a development is it? 
Well, it's fascinating. The violet flame um, is the gift that comes to us of the Holy Spirit under the sponsorship of St. Germain. And he actually reintroduced it in the 20th century. But it was actually known way, way back uh, since the early days of Atlantis when there was Golden Age civilization at its height and mm, mankind oh yeah. had access to the violet flame. And then it was withdrawn when uh, it was misused and compromised. So with the sinking of Atlantis, the loss of the mystery schools and the retreats and adepts being moved to the Himalayas and being transferred to the etheric octave, we lost that knowledge of the violet flame, how to invoke it, mm -hmm. how to apply it. And it got handed down master to disciple kind of word of mouth until St. Germain got a dispensation to release it to the world about 80 years ago. And um, before that, little things, you know, people might might see it in their dreams. Um, sometimes the saints would describe the smell of the Holy Spirit was like violets. Violets and, or lilacs. You know, there was little, yeah. little, little clues. But basically, it was St. Germain basically saying, I want this to be released. I want people to use it. Even if they misuse it, I'll hold the balance for that. And the great thing is you don't have to be a member of our organization or any organization mm -hmm. to access it. It's just a great gift of St. Germain. Yeah, yeah, you just start giving them. So, it's... it's <laughs> It's, it's yeah. really quite miraculous, you know. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's an answer for so many things. Uh, I would call it a universal solvent. If, yeah. Would you? Yeah, it's a, very, it's a very good description. It's an all-consuming fire. It transmutes the cause and core of sin and karma. And Elizabeth Clare Prophet saw in the Akashic Records, Jesus used the violet flame in his healings and miracles. And she saw Jesus initiating his closest disciple, John, in its use. So everybody who returns to the source, who graduates from Earth Schoolroom, eventually gets to use the violet flame. Mm -hmm. And you use it to wash and scrub your four lower bodies. Now, fortunately, you don't have to die to use the violet flame. Oh, that's good. We have many <laughs> violet flame decrees that you can use every day to make your life just go better. That's why I do it. Yeah. It's because when I don't do it, it is not worth it. I mean, yeah. life just goes better with the violet flame. It, it smooths things out. It's the universal solvent. It's, nice it's the universal it. you know, oil in the gears. So... There is no permanent change without that sacred fire, without the dynamic decree. Yeah, you know, and we, and we know we have decrees. They've been written, and we have, the, obviously, the science of the spoken word and the violet flame. But we can also make short little calls, can't we? If something oh. comes up in our lives, we can say, oh, yeah. you know, make a call. Can you give us maybe a couple of examples? Yeah, I'll name a problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> pain. Pain, okay. Mm -hmm. So what you would say is, in the name of my mighty I am presence and holy Christ self, I call to, and you pick a master, like a healing master, beloved Hilarion, and I ask for this pain to be dissolved. Mm -hmm. I ask for the violet flame to go to the cause and core of it. I call for the protection of my four lower bodies, and I accept this done with full power according to the will of God. Yeah. Amen. Three parts to a prayer. Wow. Now, now, there's another one. Uh, we use it quite often here. It's the, um, in, in extremis. Um, you're driving... Something's about to happen, you know, calling mm -hmm. to Archangel Michael. Mm -hmm. Can you give us that one? Yeah. Archangel Michael, help me, help me, help me. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, just that simple. Yeah. Or, oh God, you know, give me the wisdom to know what to do in this situation. Now, sometimes we can feel under attack, you know, or something has happened in our lives that we're not prepared for. This may be one of the places where we get tested. Right. That's another place where a call can be made in, the, in that moment, even just, just, you know, God, give me pause. Yeah. You know, I mean... What do you do? I mean, if something is happening right now, you have to be able to respond to it, to react to and it. And you have to practice it in those moments when it's not so urgent. Well, so, yeah. you, have, you always yeah. have a little mantra on your mind. Yeah. And, and you know… It, Sounds like a song. It, yeah, a little song in the back of your mind, a little track back mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. and, and that way, when something comes up, 
it just comes out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Because it's already on your mind yeah. and in your heart. Well, as, as you and our listeners certainly know, we have devoted many programs to personal Christhood, karma and reincarnation, oh, yeah. soulmates, and twin <laughs> flames, <laughs> the aura, chakras, chakras cosmic yeah. law, ascended masters. <laughs> hey, <laughs> We've got the our, list goes on. We've got our favorite on. subjects. You know? And through it all, one overarching theme constantly rises to the top, yeah. and that is the fact that the Ascended Master's teachings are liberating. Oh, they right. free the seeker and seeker's soul to achieve the ultimate victory, the ascension. Now, what happens when we ascend, and where do we go, Marilyn? Well, it's extremely boring, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's, we go to a far greater and a far better place, and yeah. there's nothing to fear, and it's amazing that there's such fear around the subject of death and moving on. Mm-hmm. But what happens is it's like walking through a doorway into another room. You may enter the tunnel of light. You can be greeted by angels or dear friends or family who've gone before. It's a tremendous reunion. We mm. should all be just like lining up lining to get up there, you know, like yep. seeing all our old friends. <laughs> yeah. And then from inner levels, you go through the ritual of the ascension. It may be soon. It may be later. And the ascension current passes through you, and it's a wonderful graduation. You put on your deathless solar body, white robes of the ascension, and you are home. <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good to go. <laughs> good to go. Good to go. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Do God. not pass speaking go. Of, <laughs> speaking of pass go. Yeah. Collect well, two hundred, and you're on your way. Indeed. Well, speaking of going, <laughs> we've got to take a break here, but don't go away. When we return, we'll continue our discussion of the ascended masters and the real practical answers they offer to all mankind. Stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back for more discussion with Dr. Nerly Duffy. Now, before the last break, we were talking about the ascension. Oh, mm. s- no, small topic. 
Is there anything you'd like to add before we move on? <laughs> well, it's the goal of life. <laughs> and once you, you realize it's the goal, if you know, like, if you know where you're going, you can mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but if you don't know where you're going, any path's going to take you. Should be you know, taught to us in, in yeah. grade school, shouldn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. that old saying, you know, if you, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. Well, you yeah. know what? Children actually know this. But uh, we tend to help them to forget. Yeah. But children will will actually know inwardly from very early age that there is a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And there's so many stories of that. You know, you heard about the little girl who who kneels down next to the crib of her newly arrived brother, and she's she's four years old, and she says, "Tell me about God. I'm beginning to forget." Oh. Wow. <laughs> Tell me about heaven. I'm beginning to forget. Oh, wow. interesting. <laughs> So, it's so, all about remembering, and that's yeah. what our messengers do. They help us to remember who we really are. Yeah. Well, ever since our messengers, Speaking Mark, of. <laughs> our, yeah, our messengers, Mark Prophet and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, began bringing the Ascended Master's teachings to the world, th- there have been questions concerning the process of delivering these messages or dictations. Now, Mrs. Prophet explained the difference between a dictation and channeling in the interview we heard just a few moments ago, but... Is there anything you'd like to add to that that didn't get covered, maybe? Yeah, well, she described it very well. And I think what's important is she's alert, she's fully conscious, she's not in a trance, it's not channeling. Mm -hmm. And it does take place through the Christ mind. And Jesus said, let that mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So, you have to just experience a dictation because it is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And really, all of us are intended to become messengers of our own Holy Christ self. We're Hmm. intended to have that same level of communion. So, what I really love is is she doesn't get herself in the way. She wants to get herself out of the way and have you be connected with the Master. Mm -hmm. And every dictation is unique and different. Every Master who speaks has a specific message, and these messages go on over 40 different tracks of consciousness. So, you can listen to an Ascended Master dictation over and over again. Mm-hmm. And not only hear something different every time, maybe something you didn't hear before, that's not surprising. But what is astounding is that it will speak to your soul to give you exactly what you need in that moment. You're wrestling with something, you get your answer through the Word. And it's the living Word. And, mm-hmm. uh, and the prophets amongst us are embodied living words. That's mm-hmm. what Jesus was, and that's what our beloved Elizabeth was too. So, that's the magic, the mystery of the Holy Spirit, and that's what I love about it. Oh, yeah. well, and as we stressed numerous times in this show and other shows too, these teachings are accessible. Yeah. Um, the messengers are not trying to hold no. anything back from us. No. They're saying, here it is. Take and eat. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of the key reasons the Ascended Master's teachings are so useful and practical is because they know us so well. And we trust them because they've been where we are. Um, they know the roads we travel quite well. Um, I mean, they know. I mean, they've been there and they've yeah. been here. And, yeah. and so… That's what we can trust them, I think. What do you think? Well, I, I agree with that. And I think many of the masters have embodied on earth and they've been through the same stuff. Mm-hmm. They've been married or they've been in a difficult relationship or they've had kids that went off the rails or they've <laughs> been sick or, or, you know, plagued by an illness. Or, you know, basically Mother Mary said there isn't a place where we can go or a situation that we can be in that she has not through her many embodiments also been there. And so, they really understand. They can comfort, they can advise. But what's best about it is they've already graduated. They've gone through it and said, okay, here's how you do it. And we can study 
their words and apply them in our lives. And it's like going up the path up the mountain. You need a guide, and we'd be really foolish to go it alone. Yeah. Well, you know, I, this may be a bit of a digression here, but you bring up the point that we often feel unworthy. I mean, I think we've been trained, especially in this generation, mm-hmm. our, our lifetimes at least, that worthless sinner concept. Yeah. You know, and it can be quite discouraging, which is one of the tools we know the fallen ones use to kind of keep us off, off the rails. Isn't that interesting that well, this is what we are, yeah. it's reinforced in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you study the words or the books of the uh, the masters and and Elizabeth and Mark, I mean they're always affirming you are a son of God. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You're worthy. You are worthy. And um, Saint Germain says, you know, when you have an absence of self worth, your spiritual progress stops. And he said, and I have to sit there, you know, drumming my fingers, <laughs> waiting for you to yeah. stop doing it before I can jump in again and then, you know, go on to help you because wow. it, I think it's one of the biggest burdens that people face out there. Yeah. They don't even know that they're loved by the masters, they're worthy. It doesn't matter what's going on now, you know, tomorrow can be better. Yeah, I love the way the masters will sometimes, it, they'll refer to you, you know, beloved ones, beloved you know, ones. we salute to Christ in you. Oh, anyway. Well, this seems to be one time when we can honestly say that past <laughs> performance is a guarantee of future results, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. And it's so astounding. I mean, people go to financial me- experts, medical experts. We consult experts for every aspect of our life. We take their advice mm-hmm. unquestioningly. We need career advice. We go to a guidance counselor. And we, here we have the greatest career advancement that we can have as a professional son and daughter of God. We're going to graduate from planet Earth in the ritual of the ascension, and mm-hmm. we don't want to get some advice. Yeah. <laughs> so why not seek the experts Hello. on how to graduate from our schoolroom, the ones who've already made it, yeah. the ascended masters. I mean, that's the whole mentor, coaching, training program. It's kind of a no-brainer, isn't it? it well, is. it, I, we would say that the, the path of personal Christhood is well worth the trouble. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, you think about your parents and your grandparents. You know, there's no free lunch. You get what you pay for. Anything worth doing is worth doing well. But, you know, really the trek upwards is worth the inconvenience. Yeah. And it does come back to, you know, what price a good night's sleep. Right. You know, when you know you've done something well or when you know you've done the right thing, even though it was costly to you, I mean, that peace of mind. You know, oh. you just hear us all going, Ah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I just did. It's worth it. <laughs> well, another subject we've uh, covered in past programs, and one which certainly falls into the category of answers, is angels. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I love the stories <laughs> of angels. The masters teach that that we can work directly with angels and help us. They'll help us solve just about any problem and handle just about any challenge. Now, is there a secret to working with angels? <clears throat> Excuse me, or can can anyone do it? Well, anyone can do it, children, adults, anyone. And there is a secret, but it's an open secret. You just have to know the rules of the game. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> Call to them, open your mouth, mm-hmm. ask for help, be specific. The angels will respond better if we invite them in because they're limited by our free will. And that little booklet, How to Work with Angels, awesome. Everything you need to know to get wow. started. Yeah. Well, good. You know, um, b- before we end the show today, I-, I wanted to say that we know we've said repeatedly that the Ascended Masters have real, useful, practical answers, mm-hmm. answers that work. Mm-hmm. And obviously, a lot of people in organizations can make similar claims, but we can test the tools the Ascended Masters teach for ourselves. And I guess we should ask, you know, how can our listeners put the Masters to the test? You have to try something. You have to put them to the set- test. Pick one thing and do it and stick with it for a while. If you try 15 minutes of violet flame every day, 
or you make a call at work while you're waiting for the phone or the copier or the food or, uh, computer or the traffic or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just pick a mantra or a decree. Do it for nine days. Do it in multiples of nine. Pick the one you like. I have a friend who used to give a 30-second prayer one, every day, and he said, I have a lot riding on that one prayer. <laughs> well, it worked so well, mm-hmm. and he liked it so much, he now does an hour of spiritual work, scientific prayer and decrees oh, every day. Wow. So the basic idea is the master say, talk to me, work with me, help me, give me something to work with. And if you just give them a mantra every day, it works. Yeah. Well, well thank you. You know, <laughs> And right away, the, the, the hour's gone. I um, want to thank Dr. Nerly Duffy again for her very practical contributions and clarity. And we want to thank all of you for joining us today on the radio. We hope you find the subjects we share illuminating mm-hmm. and helpful as you pursue your spiritual path. We'll always invite your comments, yep. questions, and concerns. Send them to webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org, and please join us again. Yeah, and in the meantime, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this world. world. Thank you, everyone. Have a blessed week. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.